there and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, today is... Uh, is this sad that I've got to look at my script to see what today is? Uh, hey, today is uh, <laughs> Wednesday, May the 17th in the year of the Lord 2023. This is hour two of episode 861 of the Brian Hank Show presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour, then you missed a really good hour. You want to talk about breaking down? Heck, we haven't even got to the playoff game yet. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Clark and I have been talking. Let me look at my phone here for 38, right at 39 minutes now. And all we've talked about is the NBA draft lottery and the Charlotte Hornets and win by Yana. Dude, I've said it before. And I, I honestly, man, I don't just say it to blow sunshine up your butt. I mean it, dude. You and I could, we could do a show five days a week, two hours a day, and then we would still have stuff we wouldn't get to. Oh, I, I have no doubt. I, just, like I said, I could talk about the draft. I could fill up two hours to right now off the top of my head. So, <laughs> Well, i tell you what, I think let, let's just – we'll put that to sleep. We'll say uh, our first hour was NBA draft lottery, the Hornets, all that, because I definitely want to talk about last night's game. I want to get a preview from you uh, about what's going to happen in the uh, Celtics versus Heat. Uh, I want to talk about last night's game, but before we even start any of that, dude, I've got to ask you about uh, – and it hurts my heart to say this because I know you're a fan. I'm a fan. But John Morant, man, what in the world is going on with him, Rich? I mean, here's a guy that has a potential of being a top 10 player, if he's not already, of being. And it seemed to me like the NBA was setting him up in a good way to be the face they of. They him. Exactly. To be the face of the NBA after LeBron leaves and after Steph Curry is, well, you know, retires. Dude, I, I'm guess, a, I don't think it's going to happen anymore. I, I'm turning you loose on him. Just uh, catch everybody up with the whole John Morant situation, Rich. Well, first off, I'm going to throw out a, something that um, guy we know, Don Wilson, former circulation director, asked me the other day. Who is the last American MVP in the NBA? Wow. Yeah, wow. exactly. That leads me to this, what we were talking about, is that uh, the NBA, I think, had hoped that Ja would be the next one because there hasn't been one. It's been a minute. And if you don't know, I'll tell you the answer. But anyway, um, so I think it hurts them because now you're looking at this French kid is going to be the number one pick. The last several MVPs have been from Europe. So um, is this an American game still is the question? Um, Is it starting to shape like hockey? So um, it should be interesting uh, to see what happens with Ja because – I'm, I'm at this point, it's on him. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I'm yep. with you. And uh, you, you encourage, you, uh, stroked my courage, uh, little, 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 let me try that again. Uh, my curiosity. And so 23, of course, this year was Embiid. Jokic, the two years before that Giannis, the two years before that. So I guess James Harden back in 2018, right? That's right. That's right. Good God. I cannot believe it's been that long, dude. And, and see, I think the NBA was trying to cultivate Ja to be that next guy, but he's just blown that. And look, we, you get one where you can say, oh, don't get angry, or you're hanging out with the wrong crowd, or it was too much stress, but now we're talking about two. Um, and look, to be fair, if the gun is registered and all that, he didn't break any laws. Okay, so let's be clear on this. 
I don't know the registration situation on that. Yeah. Um, it's Tennessee. So, you know, I'm sure it's legal. <laughs> um, <laughs> that being said, yeah, that being said, it's not a good look. And now this is two of these within what, two months on the heels of your team completely collapsing since the all-star break. So uh, this is not a good look. And Memphis needs to hire a body man. Yeah. And they need to do some serious work down there. I got to ask, I mean, I, and I've, you know, I listen to sports talk radio like you do, and I, I read a lot, maybe not as much about the NBA as you do, but is there coming, is there any coming back from this, Rich? I mean, the first time I'd give you, okay, hey, you know what? He's a kid. He made a mistake. I mean, it is what it is, dude. You know, what is it they always say? Uh, first time, shame on you. First, second time, shame on me or whatever. I, I mess that right, up. Right. But I, I got to tell you, dude, I'm really beginning to wonder, is there, is there any coming back from this, dude? I mean, your thoughts on that, dude? There, there is. You just got to keep your nose clean for a minute and you got to do what's the most important thing in America. You got to win. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because if can, you win, can, yeah. Everything, everything gets glossed over. We can always pretend that, oh, it's, this is important and that's important. No, it isn't. Yeah. If you win in this country, it, it is what it is. We let you have babies out of wedlock, leave babies' mamas <laughs> while they're pregnant to go sleep with supermodels, and we don't care. You know, we, we let all kinds of stuff You wouldn't be talking pass. about Tom Brady there, would you? I, I, I you know, maybe I just. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. If, if there's any uh, any similarities, it's coincidence. There you go. There you go. Uh, uh, narrator, he was talking about Tom Brady. <laughs> oh my God! But that, you know, you know that's the real deal. In, in this country, you got to win first. Everything else will take care of itself. You're right, Richard so. Clark from the Carteret County News Times on the line with us right now. Uh, I promise we are going to talk about last night's playoff game. We'll get into that right now, but I did want folks to know John Clemens from the Down East Wood Ducks, the general manager of the Down East Wood Ducks, will be joining us here about uh, about uh, eight or nine minutes from right now. We're going to get you ready for uh, today's game. There's an 11 a.m. game today, Rich, with about 2,200 screaming kids at Historic Granger Stadium. Aren't you glad you're not going to be there today for that? Oh, man, wow. <laughs> Dude, I, no, I got to tell you, and I, I joke, but I love it. I, you talk about that old, that, that venerable old stadium with just rocking and rolling with kids, you know, we, you know, let's go wood ducks and all that. And Shane always going to be, dude, it is awesome. Now, let me tell no, you something. It's a great deal for, for the, for the team and for the kids. And you throw in the fact that most of the kids, and I say kids because <laughs> I'm an old man, but most of the kids that are playing for the wood ducks are barely out of their team. So, you know, I think it's a good look for something like that. I do too, man. And, and the players love it. And the only bad thing is you leave there, and I'm not joking, dude, especially I, I went to last week's game, and I'm not joking, dude. <laughs> for the next two or three hours, my my ears were buzzing. And that's not an exaggeration. <laughs> Rich, that's not an exaggeration, man. It's just it, – it is. It's fun if you like that. Now, for uh, – you know, see, I you're not an old fogey, though, but, you know, the old fogey's like, I want to say an old fogey. <laughs> okay. I'm definitely an old fogey. And, and, and you know, I, as, as you know, I don't have kids. I'm like you. So, yeah. you know, the best way I can put it, it's like the person that's got the little yapper dog and the dog yaps so much <laughs> they don't even hear it anymore. Well, that's kind of how I feel when I'm around kids. 
you know, because I don't have any, so I'm not used to it, put it that way. Dude, I love it. I love it. Okay. Hey, how about this? Uh, almost an hour after we started, after I got you online, let's talk uh-huh. about last night, man. A uh, Dude, you've said it all season, and a lot of folks here in eastern North Carolina, we don't get to watch uh, uh, the Denver Nuggets because, dude, for the most part, unless they're on an East Coast swing, their games don't start until 10 or 10.30 at night. Uh, last night started a little bit early. I'm not going to lie and say I watched the whole game. I watched uh, watched a, a portion of the first quarter last night and really saw the Lakers fall behind. I was like, good. Uh, because I got to tell I'm going to give you my prediction. I'm going to get yours here in a second. Dude, I've got the Nuggets winning this in five. I really think legitimately it's going to be in, uh, in five games. And last night didn't do anything to change my mind. 132 to 126 win. But, dude, Nikola Jokic last night, 34 points, 21 rebounds, 14 assists. That son of a gun is special, isn't he? Well, I said before, you, you want to know who Larry Bird is now? It's this guy. We, we prematurely gave it to Luka, um, but it's this guy. I mean, the stuff he does is pretty incredible. Now, I will say this. Anthony Davis had 40 last night, yep. and it was the quietest 40 I think I've ever – I watched the whole game, and in the fourth quarter, they go, yeah, Anthony Davis got 31. And I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, did they give him somebody's points? How'd that happen? <laughs> um, but I will say this. The, the Lakers made a nice little adjustment in the fourth quarter, and they ground that game to a halt. And they legitimately had a shot. I mean, they had the ball down three, and LeBron missed a three. Wow. Yeah. So, um, And that was with about two minutes left. And then uh, they had a loose ball, and the Nuggets ended up with a dunk on the other end. So those are two 50-50 plays that could have went the other way. The Lakers had a chance to steal that game. So uh, the point to that is the Lakers made a good adjustment on Jokic that nobody else has done so far this year. Now it's up to the Nuggets to see if they can counter that going into game two. Well, being in, bearing in mind that myself and I bet you 85 to 90% of our listeners didn't watch that game all the way to the end like you did last night. What was the adjustment? You said they making it, made an adjustment. What was it? They, they put Hachimura on Jokic, and they let they, uh, Anthony Davis play basically center field. So he was able to come over the top and get a couple of Jokic shots down toward the basket. It also opened – it also closed the lane down for drives to the basket by Murray and Bowen and some of those guys that had been killing the Lakers early. Um, so – it really did grind that game to a halt. Uh, it became a knife fight at the end. And frankly, Denver was probably lucky to win it. So um, I'm curious to see what happens now. Uh, do they make a counter? Now, they got many options, and the Nuggets did not play that well last night as a unit. Uh, um, Porter did not shoot the ball particularly well. Um, Murray was okay, uh, maybe a little bit better than okay, but he wasn't great or anything like that. Gordon was not great. So they got room to move. Uh, and if you've watched Jovic all year, this is who he is. I mean, he's been fantastic. Well, um, the Lakers on the flip side, I'm not sure how much more they got. They we'll probably, so what you're saying is they probably played about as well as they could play last night. Right. Yeah. I mean, they scored 126. This is not an offensive team. <laughs> um, you know, so do you get how many more 40 burgers do you have from Anthony Davis? 
Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, a couple of things stand out to me, I, and I bearing in mind, like I said, being 100 percent honest, I did not watch, but just a, a little bit of the first quarter last night because I knew I was going to have you on today <laughs> to talk about this. But two things stand out to me. The first one: both teams only used eight players. That surprised yeah. me a little bit. That you know you're playing up at, in the Mile High City and you only use eight players. And that's both teams only used eight. And dude, how about I? I can hear the smile on your face coming across the line when I give you this uh, the line score here for Jokic: twelve for seventeen from the field. Okay, forty-two minutes, twelve for three for three from the three-point line, seven for eight from the free throw line. Like I said, twenty-one rebounds, fourteen assists. And uh, 34 points, dude. I mean, how do you get more efficient? You, dude, you can't get more efficient than that, dude. Absolutely not. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's been like that all year, though. Um, you know, as you said earlier, most people don't get to see him that much. Uh, I'm a lead class nerd, so I watch him a lot. Um, and he, he's just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous some of the stuff he does. It's, it's it, honest to God, it's high-level Larry Bird, Magic Johnson stuff. Wow. And I say, I don't say that, you know me, I don't give out compliments. You, you do and not. I are you do not. That. Yep. Um, he's, he's as good as it gets right now. Um, if, if he can sustain what he's doing the last two or three years, another, let's say, five years, he's going to be in the top 15 easily all wow. time. Dude, that's amazing. So that was game one last night, 132-126, the Denver Nuggets over the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. Game two is tomorrow in uh, in Denver. Then as the series switches to the Lakers for a couple of games. I Dude, before the season, uh, before the season, before the series started, I said Lakers, or I mean, I said uh, Nuggets in five. I'm still sticking with that, dude. I, I think that uh, they're going to win both of these. I think they're going to win again tomorrow. I think L.A.'s got a chance to win one of the two games, probably game three or maybe even game four in L.A., but I think uh, the Nuggets wrap it up game five all, a week from today in uh in denver uh what, who do you have one in this series how many games and why i think it's the nuggets but i'd be surprised if it didn't go to at least six because okay. the, the lakers have the one thing that most of the other teams do not have except denver does is that they have a guy that's not going to do anything stupid down the stretch you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. we just saw that in yeah. the Celtics sixer series just a bunch of mess ups at the end of games LeBron's not going to do that. He's just not. Um, he took that three last night because he's LeBron and figured it's the moment. But short of that, they're not going to throw the ball into the 10th row of the bleachers or any of that stuff. So I just think it's going to it's gonna go six at least. Well, let's switch over to the Eastern Conference Finals, which begins tonight at 8.30. You can watch it on TNT. The second-seeded America's team, you know, God's chosen Celtics, Taking on uh, what, who uh, our, our boy Bill Simmons calls the zombie heat, the number eight seed that's already, already knocked off uh, the number one seed in Milwaukee, already knocked off uh, the number four seed in, uh, in the New York Knicks. And now the Heat uh, have their, uh, have their uh, scope uh, on uh, the Boston Celtics. Uh, dude, this is another one that I, I think if the Celtics play the way they're capable of playing, the way they should, I think this is a at most a six game series win, and I think this is a Celtics in five. Your thoughts? Well, I would agree, although just piggybacking on what we just said about stupid plays down the stretch, <laughs> the Celtics have been known to do that, um, and the Heat on the flip side are not. 
So that would be my only worry about playing the Heat. The Heat, I think for all the young basketball players out there, they're probably not listening to us right now. But what you see is the smart players that lead teams are in the finals of these things. You, you just, you know, I don't care how many step backs you can do. You can't do that in a game that's tight and you're shooting 10%. You got to make the smart play. You see it with LeBron. You see it with Jovic. You see it with Heat teams over and over and over. So can the Celtics overcome that because of Tatum? Because he was fantastic the other day. Dude, in fact, we're way over again here. Oh, I'm I sorry. Can't, no, 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 no. It's my fault. I can't believe we've been talking 55 minutes and we're over. Got to get John Clemens up here on the line with us. But I got to ask you this. Uh, <clears throat> two questions. Speak on uh, Jason Tatum and then your prediction for this series. I even hate to say this because I'm, I'm going to pick the Celtics. And truthfully, it should be five. But it's the Heat, so let's say six. But I just don't see how the Celtics lose this game. But you know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you think that uh, the Heat were going to beat uh, the, the I, I did not. in five games? I had no idea either. Okay. Richard, man, what a treat, man. Uh, an hour with Richard Clark. This this is just a, <laughs> this is just a little preview of uh, – this is just a preview of what it would be like if we had the Richard Clark and Brian Hanks show. I know there are people like to go, oh, my God, thank goodness. <laughs> you go. Rich, you're the best, dude. Thank you, Abney. There you go. That's Richard Clark, uh, Carteret County News Times, CarolinaCoastOnline.com. Let's get uh, our good friend uh, John Clemens up here on the line with us. Uh, and as we are, uh, da, 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 we are way over. Uh, that, that's what happens. I end up getting uh, talking to Rich about the NBA. He's so passionate about it. He loves it as much as I do and are actually more than I do, and that's what ends up happening. And what ends up happening there is uh, our good friend John Clemens. I was supposed to be talking to him 12 minutes ago, and here we are <laughs> up against it. John, how are you doing this morning, dude? Oh, I'm catching my breath right now. We, uh, I'm actually thankful for that uh, 12 minutes because it allowed us to get the tarp off the field, and we're ready to play ball at 11 o'clock this morning. I love it. I love it. I got to tell you, Shane Albee was just uh, texting me uh, as we were sitting there talking to Richard. All right, well, let me tell everybody, John Clemens, general manager of your Down East Wood Ducks, joining us live here on the Spence Automotive Guest Line. He is our big interview here today on the show on Wood Ducks Wednesday. And uh, I got to tell you, I, I think you'll be excited about this. Shane uh, just messaged me and said, I'm just going to read straight from the text here, uh, John. He said... Uh, He's bringing a new duck call to the game today. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I think I think we need an an updated version. It's going to be I awesome. Think. I got to ask you, man. As uh, you know, you you've had a lot of these education days in your uh, in your tenure here uh, with the Down East Wood Ducks. Where do they rank? I mean, I, I know you love Friday nights. Oh, heck, you love every night uh, being out at the ballpark. I know that. But where do these 11 a.m. education days rank with you with the thousands of uh, screaming kids and the, you know, the, the all the, you know, the music and all that, and uh, you're not able to hear yourself think? You, you, you love these Wednesdays, though, don't you, uh, don't you John? Yeah, I do. I, I really thrive in uh, pressure situations, and uh, it's, there's a lot of energy in the house and a lot of bodies, and uh, I, re I really enjoy that aspect of it. Um, you know, my the slow nights really get to me mentally, and uh, I really enjoy seeing 2,000-plus kids in the building. 
it, it really makes my day. It honestly, it, you know, July third and fourth is pretty special. Opening day is very special. Uh, I really like Sunday games just because it's a one o'clock afternoon matinee, and uh, but Education Day is probably ranked right below opening day and, and July third and fourth just because of the amount of energy and um, the excitement the kids bring. You know, these kids. Most of them have never been to a game, uh, more or less a professional game, before in their life. So to be able to do that in their own backyard, you know, that, that's pretty cool. And uh, just to see their smile when they walk in, you know, that's worth waking up for. And especially when you have – and I, I, I love bragging on him. I know you like you love him too, but uh, uh, Shane Albee, who – He's going to get him fired up today, dude. Uh, you know, it's not just going to be what I used to do with SpongeBob and, you know, who let the dogs out. I mean, he's got all these uh, internet memes and, you know, all these different uh, sound effects that he does. I got to tell you, and I told him this. I don't know if I had a chance to tell you this yet or not, John, but, you know, I went to last Wednesday's game, and when uh, an opposing batter gets two strikes on him, Shane will start playing that, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how many two-strike counts that uh, the team had. they were playing against last week had, but if you think I'm joking, you can ask Linda, John. I, that night, I'm in the house watching TV, and I'm out of the blue, I just start going, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> I, I find myself walking around the ballpark sometimes just, like, cracking up to myself <laughs> because of what I'm overhearing in his it's quite comical. So those that listen intently to the game, I hope they enjoy it too. It is awesome. I got to say, you know, I was sitting in the LCC box with Richie and Jimmy Taylor and uh, the LCC folks last week. So we had, you know, hundreds of kids sitting right behind us and he would play that and they would all start. And I guess I didn't even know what that was. I guess it is a, a, a TikTok thing or whatever. See, it, uh-huh. it, it's the TikTok, okay? I, I'm trying to sound old like your dad here, okay? But uh, it, it's awesome. It's awesome. So I can't wait for that today. Uh, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun out there, Historic Ranger Stadium. And I can't believe I've even started this interview with you and not even talked about it. You Now, your dad did message me live here on the air uh, in our first hour, but I just wanted to get from you. Uh, I know, and he doesn't mind me talking about this. We talked about it yesterday uh, as he was going into it. Had a little dental surgery yesterday. How's he doing, John? Uh, overall good. Um, just trying to get his appetite back. So from what I could tell, pretty good. Um, so hopefully we'll see him this week at some point. I hope so too. I hope so too. He gave us uh, a couple of, uh, or several pairs of his tickets to use. Uh, we've given them out too. Uh, Linda's using them nice. one night. Uh, a couple of her friends are using them. So, Hey, we're going to have butts in your dad's seats. Okay. That's awesome. I appreciate that. Too. <laughs> well, that was him. That was your dad. That's your dad looking out for uh, looking out for the Wood Ducks. I know you love that. And uh, as we say here on the show, of our seven listeners, he's probably our favorite. Okay. <laughs> the top seven <laughs> he is definitely in there okay let's uh talk about uh this week uh weeks a bit of this week of games that are going on right now with the down east wood ducks and uh another great week that uh the woodies have as you are uh taking on uh the fable woodpeckers all week a 10 to nothing win last night that had to have been pretty special last night uh john yeah it was uh our bats were clicking uh we had 10 hits uh, 10 runs and uh, the first three or four innings it was a pitcher's duel uh, which was neat to watch and then in the fourth inning we just started cranking it and uh, didn't stop after that and you know it's it's special to beat these 
these woodpeckers um, <laughs> with the, the Rangers Astros rivalry as well. So, oh, that's where I was going. It. It, it really is. People in Major League Baseball they know the Rangers and Astros have a rivalry, but it's a rivalry down here in low single A too, isn't it, John? It is. It is. Um, you know, we certainly enjoy beating them. We took five out of six when we were in Fayetteville, and um, plan is to take six out of six while at home. So. That's the goal. We're, this is the second week of a back-to-back series, so 12 games in 13 days. And uh, we'll be gone until the end of May after that um, through the first week of June. Uh, we have games, but uh, this is a pretty cool week. We got fireworks Friday. Uh, we got Natty Light, Bush Light, and $2 peanuts on Thursday. And then a uh, hat giveaway on Saturday. Uh, and then dogs and dogs, dollar hot dogs, and you can bring your furry friend out to the ballpark on Sunday. So we're wrapping up a two-week homestand strong. Uh, and even more special, we're doing a military uh, jersey auction right now. So check that out on our social media pages. Um, they're really special. Um, each jersey has a branch of the military on the back. Um, so when you're looking at the auction, make sure you bid for the one that has the branch of your choice. Uh, we'll wear those Friday, Saturday. The auction runs through Sunday, and then you can pick up the autographed jersey of the player you win um, after that time. And uh, we have some on-field hats that match them. Um, that have oh, the I already bought logo. mine. I bought mine last Wednesday, remember? That's right. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a neat weekend with those uh, uniforms. And uh, hopefully the fans like them just as much as we do. Well, I'm looking at them right now. And you, you kind of uh, uh, glazed over everything. I kind of want to deep dive into this a little bit. And they are. Those jerseys are sweet. Yes, I'll be buying another one and, uh, you know, hanging it here in my, <laughs> hanging it here in my, uh, in the man or in the, uh, the, my, my well-lit plush, well-lit office. But that is sweet that as I'm looking at it, the number one Jersey has army on the back. Air force is two Marines is three. Navy is four coast guard is five dude. And if I, when Whittington needs to be listening to this, cause you know, he's our, when we always do the salute to service, you know, up in the press box, he is our, uh, our coast guard guy. So he's definitely got to get that number five Jersey, but it's that way all the way through, uh, all the numbers on the jerseys, right? I mean, every one of them have a different branch of the service on it, right? That's correct. Yeah. Uh, and to do it, go to, uh, to you can, I guess it looks like we can go ahead and start bidding on them now. Is that correct? You can, um, if you go on our Facebook page or Instagram page, you can see the link. Uh, you click on that link. You'll need either on your desktop, um, the live source website, or if you download your app, the live source app, you can do it straight from your phone. Um, you just create an account and then it's just like eBay. Uh, you place your bids throughout, um, and go from there. So it's pretty easy. I love it. And as someone who has uh, <clears throat> participated in about three or four, heck, maybe even four or five of these, I'm looking around right now. I'm looking at my Christmas jersey in here. I'm looking at the pet jersey, or, you know, when we had all of our, our the faces on them and everything. Dude, you guys just do everything right, man. It, it's so much fun to do this. And, again, find the one, like you said, I mean, if you're a – I'm an Army vet, okay, John? So, you know I'm going to do my best to get one of the ones with uh, Army on the back of it. Now, what about autograph? Will we be able to get these autographed, too, like we have in past years? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. Okay. Um, they are black black lettering and numbering, so silver Sharpie may work better on those. Or, okay, okay. Um, the actual – Jersey part, aside from the numbers and lettering, is uh, like a 
uh, camo green. Uh, so you probably use black on that if you like. Okay. Well, very good. But again, uh, man, they are awesome. Uh, Woody's will be playing in those on uh, Friday and Saturday. So when you get out there uh, this weekend and watch those games. Now, unfortunately, I'm going to be in North Wilkesboro this weekend for the NASCAR All-Star Race. But, hey, I can promise you this, though, John, just like your pops, somebody will be using my tickets this weekend, okay? Fantastic. There you go. Uh, So, uh, Education Day today, Thirsty Thursday tomorrow. uh, And break that down again for us. Uh, What are the the beverages that we get on Thirsty Thursday? Uh, We do our $2 Natty Light, $2 Bush Light, and then we also offer $2 Peanuts on Thursday. That'll be awesome. Friday night presented by WNCT. I know it is a fireworks Friday. And again, uh, you'll get to see uh, the Woody's wearing these special jerseys too. Uh, Break down Friday for us again. Friday is fireworks. And then we also do $4 craft beverages through uh, Mother Earth Brewing. Uh, You can pick those up at behind home plate at the draft portable or in the uh, Mother Earth Pavilion on the lower level. Very good. Saturday, uh, are just some sweet hats again. Uh, who's a sponsor of them? What do these hats look like on uh, Saturday night, John? Uh, the red, white, and blue caps, kind of going with the military theme, patriotic, and uh, those are presented by Stalling, Farming, Heating, and AC. Now, I, and I, I brag about. It. Listen, I don't even work for you anymore, so I'm not doing this to, uh, to you know, to suck up to my boss here. I'm telling you, man, the jerseys you guys give away. By the way, those pink uh striped jerseys that you gave out this past uh this past saturday night uh lenore community college was a sponsor of that dude those are awesome i love listen don't get it twisted i love you know buying hats you know wood ducks hats and proudly wearing them everywhere i go and you'll see me uh, up in north wilkesboro wearing a couple of them too up there for sure i can tell you that but your giveaway hats are just as sweet as the hat you buy in the uh in the uh gift shop there john they really are. Um, we invest a lot in our promotional items. We know it's uh, a staple to get people to the ballpark. And, you know, it's, it's a one way to promote our brand as well out in the community or in North Wilkesboro. You know, branding <laughs> is key. And uh, the way I look at those is they're like walking billboards. So anytime we can get our name out there, it's, it's a great way to do it. And it gets people to the ballpark. So it's twofold. By the way, I can't believe I didn't even lead with this. Uh, I have got to tell you, let me find it here. Uh, my friend, uh, Will Jarman messaged me last night and uh, have you heard of this guy called the machine? I have not. Okay. He's got a movie coming out, but he was doing a podcast with somebody, dude, I'm going to send you the, the link to this. He's wearing a down East wood ducks hat and he's got, oh, I mean, nice. Exactly. A camouflage down East wood ducks hat with the wood ducks logo on the front of it. It's a new era cap, but, uh, he sent it to me last night. I, I dude, when we get off the air today, dude, or when we start the birthday game, I'll send you the link to that. It's going to blow your mind, dude. I mean, and he's got a movie coming out right now. Uh, uh, and I guess he was promoting it and he was wearing a wood ducks hat, dude. Woody's worldwide. Woody's worldwide. Indeed. Okay. Uh, so that's Saturday then Sunday dogs and dogs day at the ballpark. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, for those who don't know about our dogs and dogs promotion, it's presented by Riverbank Animal Hospital and Friendly Mart Food Stores. What we do on Sundays is we offer dollar hot dogs at our concession stand, and then we also allow people to bring their pets or their dogs into the ballpark. And uh, it's a great way to get people out here that normally have to stay at home with their pets. Um, I actually have my dog in the office this morning being a day game. 
So as an animal lover and a pet uh, dog lover myself, you know, it's a great way to get new people out to the ballpark. Uh, it definitely is, and there's nothing more fun, too. And I, you and I both, we're puppy dog people, and in fact, my puppy dog's laying right here at my feet right now as I'm doing the show, and there's nothing cooler than being out of the ballpark and, and just petting, you know, every, you know, especially if you're bringing your dog to the ballpark, you don't mind if people pet your dogs. and Man, that's just good therapy in and of itself, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, good way to release some anxiety. Just go pet a dog. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Listen, uh, John Clemens, uh, Down East Wood Ducks GM, I'm going to go ahead and let you go because you're, you're less than two and a half hours away from the first pitch. I do need to tell you, your dad is listening, though. He messaged me a couple times here, and he said he's on the injured list until Saturday, okay? That's right. That's right. We'll see him Saturday. So there you go. He'll be back on Saturday. He'll be holding down section five fours for sure there. And then uh, last thing he said, Richard's got nothing on John Clemens, who is tearing it up this morning. <laughs> I appreciate it. That's awesome. Y'all have a great day. Thanks, Brian. Hey, John, you're the best. Thank you. Again, like I said, two and a half hours of game time, and you're joining us here. Thank you so much. Can't wait to see you this morning, okay? Anytime. Thanks, Ron. There you go. Thank you. That's John Clemens, general manager of the Down East Wood Ducks again. 11 a.m. First pitch today for uh, the Down East Wood Ducks taking on the Fayetteville Woodpeckers. Uh, They've now beat them six out of seven times this year. Let's make it seven out of eight times today uh, for Education Day. Okay. Let's uh, get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and we'll wrap up the, uh, the Wednesday edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. Today is hump day, Wednesday, May the 17th in the year of the Lord 2023. It is now time to play the birthday game, uh, a game that John Dawson flirted with a perfect game yesterday. You win four to one. You are winning seven. Is this, is this Dawson's month? Here we go. Let the downfall begin. Weren't you leading like seven to three a couple months ago? And or what? No, you won that month. Last month, maybe you were uh, you were up a little bit. And I was up, and I said, "Don't start hyping it, so I lose." And you immediately started hyping. Yeah, I, that's me. I'm that guy. Don't on it. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's play the birthday game here. Uh, you won yesterday, four to one. You lead seven days to five so far here in the month of May, John. And uh, you get to tell us about Goico Office Automation. Goico Office Automation is run by Jacques Passeleg and. We talk about uh, you know winning days on the birthday game or winning months. Jock Passleg has won life with GoEco Office Automation. He has um, taken the office automation idea, as it were, and turned it into a way of life. Be it someone who's got a little lemonade stand just getting started in business or the most grizzled Wall Street tycoon, they can all go see Jock Passleg. Their profits will blossom overnight. Back to you, Brian. That was good. I got to tell you, that was good. Don't you think so, Jonathan? Yeah, it was great. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> what a friend. What a friend we have in Jonathan. So you booked the place at the beach. <laughs> oh, my God. We're not doing it three days in a row. We're not. We're not. Hey, open that window over there, dude. Oh, sorry. You Thank can see you, people sir. driving to the coast. <laughs> <laughs> on Whitehall Drive. That's right. Yep, there you go. The surfboards are on those woodies. Jonathan Massey, how do we get in touch with Goico Office Automation and Jock Passalek? Well, you can call Jock's personal cell phone at 252 252- Two five two two eight six two eight six. All right, get your Liberace on five three. Five three. I need more Liberace, less bass. Okay. Five four. Five, five four. four. That'd be five four. Oh, okay. There you go. That was pretty sweet. 
I got to tell you, yeah. it came a lot more naturally to you, didn't it? <laughs> it really did. So go ahead. Uh, what's what's his website? He almost seemed relieved when he did it. <laughs> like a, a weight had been lifted. I'm sorry. I yeah. Uh, what is goeco.com mm-hmm. or goecomc.com? I did it backwards, and I don't like that. It's Brian does. Right. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know if we've done his birthday before, but I don't think you're a fan, John Dawson. Uh-huh. We're going to find out here in a moment, obviously. But, uh, let's see. Is it the inventor of the seed drill? What are we listening to? <laughs> oh, I thought it was a song. We're only 12 seconds into it. Come on. Well, obviously that's... Oh. Oh, Trent Reznor. I prefer the Johnny Cash version. I do, too. Everybody does, even Trent Reznor. Johnny Cash's version is pretty doggone strong. Well, I, I, okay, well, give me a song to play by him, then. Head Like a Hole? Well, just, I, I don't really care for Can him. we just play the Johnny Cash version? just play the Johnny he, Cash version. Because he technically wrote it's it. It's still Trent Reznor's words. Y'all are killing me. <laughs> well, it's not like we can play closer. I was going to play that, but I couldn't find a clean version of it. It doesn't exist. It would just be an instrumental. Yeah. Ah, yes. <sighs> I love Johnny Cash. Yep. And he did some of the best work of his life at the end. Is that not insane? And when country radio would not play him, but the young people picked up on him. today to see if I still feel. God bless Rick Rubin. He knew how to present the guy. Put him in front of a mic and shut up. That's all you got to do. Yep. The only thing that's real. The needle tears a hole. The old familiar sting. Try to kill it all away. But I remember everything. God, this is awesome. What have I become, my sweetest friend? Whose guess is it? It is uh, yours, Trent Reznor. Today is Trent Reznor's birthday over there, John Dawson. Uh, Oh, hold on. we got to hear this part. I love this part. Was that a keyboard behind him, too? I hear the guitar. Piano. Piano, okay. Trent Reznor, not Johnny Cash. Trent Reznor, how old is he today there, John Dawson? I wear this crown of thorns. 57. You say 57. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 58. You get it. Was that going to be your guess? You said that so fast, it made me think that's what you It was one of those times where a number just popped in my head. There you go. Well, he is 58 today. He was born May 17th, 1965. So there you go. We've got another musical hint. He's a lead vocalist of this band. Is that Justin Timberlake? Other boy band. I, they're all the same to me. New kids on the block. Whatever. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
Is it? Listen to that, uh, that synthesizer. It sounds awful. Who is it? So this will be Jordan over. Knight of uh, New only, Kids on the Block. Don't, and it's not New Kids on the Block anymore. It's NKOTV. I know you've told us that before. Yeah. <laughs> you tell it on yourself. It's like when KFC tried to Kentucky Fried Chicken tried to go KFC. Yeah, it's still fried. Yeah, it still is, indeed. and it's still chicken. Well, started out that way. Jordan Knight, that's his voice right here. My guess, uh, no. Shoot, fifty-eight. You say fifty-eight. Fifty-seven. You don't want to listen anymore? Not at all. <laughs> Not even a bit. You Not don't to like, listen to? No. Yeah. Uh, you got to ask them the right question. You don't like New Kids on the Block? You don't like New Kids on the Block? Not to listen to. There you go. He's 53 today. He was born May 17, 1970. So who got that? I did. Who got uh, Trent Reznor? So it's one to one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course. We've given the exact same answer. All right. Time. This segment's over, Brian. Do you go step by, by step? step. Running out of time. <laughs> no, we got plenty. Of I'm us. talking about that time for him. Step. This okay. is this is the stuff they play at Gitmo. Hey, it probably is. It would make me talk. <laughs> what are the nation's secrets, there, John Dawson? Uh, what are you going to play? <laughs> step by step, I knew. I'll tell you anything you want to know. There you go. <laughs> okay, it's one to one. It goes back to you, John. Uh, this was Jennifer Schrader's crush, former night. Uh, oh, Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. Should have been the last funny late night guy. That guy was just fun. He was just old school, off the cuff funny. But okay, our our mutual friend Jennifer Schrader Mm -hmm. adored him to the point of almost creepiness. I read this the other day. I'm agreeing with you. Jennifer had an unhealthy obsession with him. That was one of a couple. But uh, at one near the end of his run, there he was beating Conan in the ratings. That's how funny his show was. Wow. You know, the only thing. And I like Conan, too. but And you two may have different uh, opinions on this. The only thing I didn't like about his show was that damn skeleton. That was the funniest part. Oh, the skeleton was funny. I hated the skeleton. Why'd they you just, hate they the just improv. Dude, you live with snakes. I, it it, it didn't creep me out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It, just, it was just, I, I don't know. I just didn't find it as funny. I, I thought know. they, I thought their improv back and forth. I did funny. too. I thought it was too, and it was improv. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't scripted. They would just say off the wall things. It was hilarious. I, I, and maybe it's like the the traditionalist. I just like having like the the sidekick. That what well, he was. It was just a, it was his producer sitting in a chair, one foot to his left, but he was talking to the skeleton. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just didn't, it, didn't, it didn't. I see. I get your point. It didn't drive like, with me. I just liked it because it was late night crazy, a little different. Everything. I mean, it was funny. Mm-hmm. It was just that one thing. It just, I was like, eh, it'd be better if this wasn't. I yep. loved it when he would take people, he would open the show and he would have pulled people out of the audience and just be pacing around them. And he, just, he could just look at them and get a laugh for three minutes. Yeah. He was just funny. He was very funny. And I liked it. What is he doing now? He had I, tours a lot, writes books. He had a game show. I think he, he got a $10 million bump for not getting the 1130 show. So he can kind of do whatever he wants. Wow. I wish somebody would pay me not to work. <laughs> Have we not talked about I've this? I've been looking We've, for one of those deals, too, and I just cannot find one. I, I just That's the dream. Is that not the dream? To get fired with, say, seven months, eight months left in your schedule or in your contract? Well, they would have re-signed him. He just decided not to re-up for 1230. Wow. 
Craig Ferguson. How is he today? Hey, okay, we've got to we've got to mention Jennifer. Jennifer Schrader, who we both love. Schrader's just one of the salt of the earth people out there, but she did have an unhealthy obsession with him, didn't she? Yes. You think that uh, he that she was on any list that if they saw her, you know, like in outside his dressing room or I'm pretty sure like his people had her name on a watch list. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure. So, uh, Craig Ferguson, how old is he? I bet if we call Jennifer Schrader, she could tell us how old Craig Ferguson is. I'll say he is 62. You say 62. What do you say over there, Jonathan? Jethro Massey? Also, he has the oldest political cartoon tattooed on his arm. Uh, Benjamin Franklin did a political cartoon a long time ago, and it was it was the it was a snake segmented into thirteen different colonies. Yeah, it was the colonies, and it said, "I uh, uh, join or join or die." Something like anyway, but he's got it tattooed for whatever reason. Um, anyway, um, you said sixty-two, mm-hmm. sixty-three. He was born May seventeenth, nineteen sixty-two, but that makes him sixty-one. So you oh, get it. There you go, there John you. Dawson. Uh, you take a two-to-one lead. That's right, right? Yeah. You lead two-to-one. Uh, it goes back to you, uh, Jonathan Massey, and we've talked about it. I remember doing his birthday last year. He fought between 1977 and 1997. He's considered by a lot of people to be the best boxer ever, pound for pound. It's He fought in five different classes, uh, weight classes. He was so such a good boxer. Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Leonard. Huh. That's sort of in our wheelhouse. I mean, I remember growing up. I didn't and, remember he was in five different classes. Yeah, he fought in five different weight classes. He was such a good boxer. He would dominate one, gain a little weight, box in that one, won everything in that one, gained a little weight. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I just thought it was neat. He also uh, won, uh, I think, the 1976 uh, uh, light welterweight uh, Olympic gold, too. After he was retired, he once beat up Janet Reno in a bar fight. <laughs> no. No. <sighs> okay. Sugar Ray Leonard over there, John Nathan Massey. You said he, what, when was his career again? 70, uh, professionally, 77 to 97. He did box in the 76 Olympics. Sixty-six. He says sixty-six. What do you say, John Dawson? Sixty-seven. He was born May seventeenth, nineteen fifty-six. That means he is indeed Jonathan Parrot Dawson, sixty-seven years old today. You've already clinched another day, three to one here, and uh, you now lead eight days to five. We're still going to do uh, this last one here. A comedian and was on uh, Full House. We. Love him. I know all three of us think the world of him. Bob Saget, who passed away. Very on, funny. Uh, if, if all you know of Bob Saget is Full House, and I'm not knocking that show. It was a kid kiddie show, and it yeah. was a great one. And as he said, it paid for his house. So we don't make fun. I wouldn't make fun of that show. But his stand-up is some really dark but very, very funny stuff. And he directed a very funny movie with Norm MacDonald and uh, Artie Lang called uh, Dirty Work that I highly recommend. I've seen Rickles it. was in it. Right. Oh, God, Rickles was so funny. Look at you, you baby gorilla. <laughs> and that's an imp- a line he just made up. Wow. They oh, said he kept, he, kept, he kept insulting 
Norm Artie, Artie. and Artie as their real names. And he said, who wrote these jokes? So they said, okay, Don, just we're going to turn on the camera, do whatever you want. And it was the highlight. God, it was so funny. That's too funny. But passed away January 9th, 2022. So he's only been gone for not even a year and a half. But uh, uh, very popular. And he was a comedian's comedian, too, it turns out. I mean, it seems like a comedian. You're rolling your eyes. No, I'm saying he was. I mean, like Chappelle and Burr and those guys praised him. So that's that's all you need. So there you go. Bob Saget. How old would he be if he were still alive today, John Dawson? Oh, boy. 68. You say 68. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 67. Ding, ding, ding. He was born the same day, same year, everything is Sugar Ray Leonard. Hey, I've not done that in a minute, so don't be looking at As Richard Pryor of said, don't mess with the sugar. There you go. Uh, so you win today 3-2, to two, uh, John Dawson. Uh, other birthdays today, uh, local birthdays. Uh, a guy I used to work with up in the press box at uh, Granger Stadium. Good dude, super good name, dude, Josh Shockley. We called him the Shocker. He was uh, a good dude, uh, Josh Shockley. Now, I, I hate to say, I don't know what he's doing now. He's doing something in Wayne County, I think. Something with a golf course, maybe. I don't remember. But uh, Josh Shockley, uh, happy birthday. And then I got to tell you, and I guess I, I've got a minute or two here. No, I've you, talk you, about you sparked it. something. I was seeing if I had time to throw it in. Well, good. We'll Go throw ahead. it in there. But uh, hey, uh, a girl that I graduated high school with, who uh, uh, her daughter just graduated from Carolina, I believe. Her son played baseball collegiately. And just was one of the sweetest girls in the school. Uh, Maggie Earp was her maiden name, but uh, Maggie Earp Callie. And here's what's really neat is after I went in the Army, uh, went to the Army, got out of the Army, moved to Lincolnton and that neck of the woods, her husband was the basketball coach at Lincolnton High School. So I got to see them and got to see, you know, this girl that I went to high school with who was just super cool, super awesome. And... uh, they had their first child, so I got to write a story about that, about, uh, you know, the coach having uh, his first child and all that and, and to have a picture of them. And it's still on my phone somewhere. If I look it up, I can find it. But Maggie was just, I'm telling you, her mom was a French teacher and was just super sweet. And Maggie was one of the, I don't know, you guys know these girls that you went to high school with that everybody loved. Yeah. Just was pretty and sweet and treated everybody. She treated the poorest kid at the school the same way she treated the uh the most popular kid in the school she was mm-hmm. just that kind of person she had that kind of soul mm-hmm. and uh just uh, it was always good to me too mm-hmm. you know i wasn't i was probably the weird kid in school but you know but she treated me pretty sadly good i can identify <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh, but maggie uh, love you to death and just so happy her husband is retired now from coaching they're doing a bunch of stuff and it, i hate facebook we've talked about this i know you do too john and, no you know, i don't it's well, no different than any of the rest well of i don't like facebook for the most part i really don't because i think it's a cesspool i really do i just think just like uh, twitter just like twitter oh yeah. i'm not saying that it's even any mm-hmm. better than anything it just but facebook if it's good for one thing it's good for keeping up with the people that you don't get to see a whole lot yeah. like i've not seen maggie since probably Golly, when I left Western North Carolina, because I would, you know, cover games that her husband was doing, and we would sit and we would talk sometimes. Uh, but I've got to watch. I've watched her kids grow up on Facebook, and that's been neat. Think about mm-hmm. it. One's just graduating from college. You know, one's playing college baseball. So I've seen them both from five or six years old all the way up through now. And that, if there's one thing Facebook is good for, it's good to keep you up with people that you would otherwise not be able to keep up with. So happy birthday, Maggie. Happy birthday, Josh. What were you going to? 
what I was going what the when you said the shocker, <coughs> and this has nothing to do with anything we've spoken about, so it's a non sequitur to the nth degree. But you said shocker, and it reminded me there was this Vincent Price movie. I think it was called The Tingler, and it was something that it was some little monster or something. If it got loose, it would shock you. And he would look at the screen, and you're in the movie watching it, and he says, "Scream to keep the tingler away," and to put everybody in the movie audience would start screaming. Yeah. And if they ever stopped screaming, they had wires hooked up to the seats, and they would send a little electrical shock to shock the people in the movie, and they thought something was really getting. Really? Can you imagine doing that now and not being sued? Oh, I'm sure. Well, I'll tell you this: uh, Linda and I saw uh, Top Gun Maverick at a theater in. Apex or the seats move or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, it's crazy. You said we saw Top Gun, so I mean, you're in the jets and everything, so the seats move. It's uh, I mean, not splashes water, but mist water mm-hmm. like at you. So I mean, it's not like, but it, it was enough where I had to clean my glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, and then it has wind, so like you're in the jet and you, you know, you feel the wind going by you, and then you know it goes over water and a mist of water comes Are up. Are you sure and the guy you. sitting in front of you just wasn't having an episode? No, what? I thought I told you a story. We were in the front row, which stunk because that was uh, exactly yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but uh, but I also that night I know I told you all this story. It shook us around so much in the chair mm-hmm. that my wallet fell out of my pocket, and we're ten miles away from the theater, and we were the last movie tonight. It's midnight or 12 15 oh, i'm getting an anxiety attack exactly and i'm feeling my pockets i'm like oh my and I, I had to stop and get gas that's why i realized i yeah. needed my wallet and i'm like and, I was like and it just came to you know it just came it's like oh my god i bet it's still in the seat at the movie theater so we do a u-turn and start calling the theater of course it's already gone to uh automate you know automation uh movie times yeah well mm-hmm. not even that but just automation because there's nobody there to buy any more tickets that day mm-hmm. Somehow, I went through the whole menu. cacophony of uh, yeah of the menu. Somehow, got a live person, had him go and check, and sure enough, my wallet was up there. No, I gave that man. I probably should have gave more, but I gave him a ten dollar bill, dude, as a thank you, dude. He could come on, man. And there was probably two hundred dollars cash in my wallet too. He could have pocketed that and I'm not so, said I'm a so, word. I'm so worried about that stuff. When I'm in a concert or a movie or something, I check like every 10 minutes. I can't even enjoy that. I'm well, checking constantly. Well, you know where I'm coming from, but dude, what would you? I gave him $10. Was that fair or should I, I give him more? I went through, and I'll give him a free plug. I went through the Bojangles drive through in LaGrange about eight months ago, like a moron, and I didn't have my wallet with me. And I and I, I didn't drive off. I said, ma'am, I'm, I'm sorry I left my wallet. She said, I, I got you. That's fine. I drove home. Wow. I, I was able to get home in like five minutes, got my wallet. I went back. I owed her like $4. I gave her a uh, 20 and said, keep it. Dude, that's awesome. That is, that's awesome. People like that, dude, they're, they're, they're valuable. We need and, more and of them. And rare. And rare for sure. Okay. So uh, who won today? You won today, right? Sure. Three to yeah. two. Uh, so that is a birthday game. If your birthday is today, like Maggie Earp Callie, like uh, Josh Shockley, like Bob Saget. Do you have a Bob Saget impression, either one of you? I don't. He's just a very funny guy. Uh, Jonathan? Nope. Uh, hey, have a great birthday. We will see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goico Office Automation. And again, I want to thank our good friend uh, Jacques Passeleg and Goico Office Automation for bringing you the birthday game every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Truly, truly do appreciate him. One of our day ones. I'm, I'm, I'm awful faithful to our day ones. 
as you know, and again, uh, GoEco Office Automation, definitely one of those. UNC Lenore Healthcare, Lenore Community College, Spence Automotive, Woodman Life, and Rendell Parrot Academy. And Rendell Parrot Academy, the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region, located on a beautiful 80-acre campus right here in Kinston. Parrot Academy draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kinston, Snow Hill, Greenville, Newburn, Wilson, Trenton, Goldsboro, Jacksonville. In fact, if you are listening to the show right now over uh, terrestrial radio, that means radio over the air, then you can send your child to the best private school in eastern North Carolina. That is Arundel Parrot Academy. APA students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road right here in Kenson. Tell them the Brian Hanks Show sent you. Also, I want to thank Woodman Life. I've had my life insurance with them for more than 10 years. In fact, about 15 years now. I couldn't be happier with it. I know something bad happens to me. Those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woodman Life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community, as evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you so much to Danny Rice, to Jared Edwards, and Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North right here in Kinston. Now that's beside Highland Furniture and across from Sale Auto Mall. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you to Woodman Life, all our uh, day one sponsors. We truly do appreciate each and every one of them. As we're wrapping up this Wednesday edition of the Brian Hanks Show, very excited her, to announce uh that on Friday's show, yes, I'm already jumping to Friday's show, but on Friday's show, uh, we'll be doing it live from Galax, Virginia, as I've said several times. Uh, uh, Paul Whittington and I are going to uh, the NASCAR All-Star Race Weekend up in North Wilkesboro, and uh, we'll be doing the show live from our hotel in Galax, Virginia on Friday. But who is going to be joining us in our second hour? By God, it's going to be Alex Hayden from Motor Racing Network. Just got that confirmed. Very excited about that. He'll be getting, helping us get ready for uh, the All-Star Race in North Wilkesboro. That's going to be fun. But how about tomorrow's show? We're going to have Shane Albion. Uh, our, as he's getting pumped right now and getting fired up to go do uh, the PA for the uh, Down East Wood Ducks. We're going to have him on tomorrow's show. We're also going to have a first-time guest in Mickey Weatherington. Uh, Mickey is uh, a member of a band. I, I've got to admit, I don't know him that well. In fact, I was at Spence Automotive a couple of weeks ago and I stood, was standing there and talked to him. In fact, if you want to see everybody, go to Spence Automotive because uh, everybody visits uh, Spence Automotive. But anyway, Mickey was there. We were talking about uh, just music in uh, in Kinston and Lenora County, and he's got a band called Something Else. Uh, they're going to be uh, doing a show this weekend here, uh, somewhere right around here. He'll be telling us about that, and also we'll talk about his pops, who is a uh, Kinston Lenore County Sports Hall of Fame, uh, I believe is going to be inducted this year. So uh, excited about that. He'll be joining us in our second hour tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show after having uh, Shane Albion in our first hour. 
man. Thank you again so much to Richard Clark for joining us, not only in our first hour today, but in our second hour. Thank you to uh, our good friend John Clemens. Get out to, if you're listening to us live right now, uh, get out to uh, Historic Granger Stadium as uh, the Woodies will be taking on the Woodpeckers from Fayetteville today at 11 o'clock. Then a bunch of great games the rest of the week, too. Listen, thank you so much for listening to today's show. As I said in the first hour, if you're one that prays, uh, send a couple prayers up for our good friend, Junior Smith III, going through some tough stuff right now. And uh, we're just sending him all the good vibes in the world. Listen, thank you for listening to today's show. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.